Hello and welcome to another fine episode of Who Cares Nerds. This is the first time you've been on since the rebranding, Cameron. Yes, yes it is. Um, yeah, the London loser returns, I guess. Yeah, he came back from London. Like yeah. he, he ran off to London for no reason other than yeah. to see his wonderful mother and family. Of course. And now he's back. Yeah. And we thought, what better to talk about when we came back than John Wick? Because you're a big, big fan of John Wick. Yeah, of course. Anyone who's not a big, big fan of John Wick, like, like, why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, John Wick. I mean, we were going to primarily talk about um, Parabellum. Yeah. But um, for anybody who might not know, for anyone who's out the loop of John Wick, how would you describe John Wick? Well, first I'd just say stop now and go watch it. Do that now. I will give you five seconds to stop. Okay, there we go. <laughs> that wasn't five seconds. Doesn't matter. They should still have gone very at, generous. They should have gone at one second. Like, <laughs> yeah, John Wick. So yeah. you know, um, yeah, John Wick. It's it's great. It's uh, how to describe it? It's like a neon light show of blood and violence. I guess is the best way I can describe it. Uh, I think it's the only way you can describe it. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> So it stars Keanu Reeves. Yeah. You have Keanu Reeves, the boy, the purest of us all. Yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus reanimated. Christ himself, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Our Lord and Saviour. Um, because he does look like, a bit like Jesus Christ, doesn't he? Yeah, um, moment, yeah. Especially with the long flowing hair and the beard. Mm. The wonderful beard. So John Wick, like, if you want to quickly sum up the first one, John Wick started off spiraled into a chain of events when someone, uh, played by Lily Allen's brother, Killed his dog. Oh, yeah. They he killed his dog. Killed the dog. He he was not happy. He wasn't. No, <laughs> no, no. Which no. brought John Wick out of his retirement um, as the world's deadliest assassin. <laughs> yeah, and he just goes. He just he just hunts him down basically. Like, yeah, killed my dog. I'm gonna actually like murder you and your entire family, and he does. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's it. I mean, I think if you if you want to touch on the first one at any point, you have to touch on the Baba Yaga scene. Yes, like when the guy when <laughs> when his dad's explained, he's like, ah, oh. he's like, why is it such a big problem? Like the guy was a fucking nobody, and he's like, that fucking nobody was, was John Wick. John Wick. <laughs> John Wick is a man of will. <laughs> and while this is going on, like John Wick is hammering at his floor with a sledgehammer. To get his equipment back that he buried in cement, so it, this scene is like it's just perfection. It's it's amazing. Yeah, it really builds up like this fear. Yeah, of John Wick, and I mean, even though you're watching it as an action film, it is kind of scary to know. Yes, that John Wick is not fucking like, around. Honestly, throughout all the films, John Wick is not the good guy. He's clearly not. <laughs> he's the villain <laughs> like, in mate, the western. He's not the good guy in in this film. It's like yeah, he's getting revenge for for the doc, but like mate. <laughs> Mate, there is a way to do things. <laughs> there is, and that wasn't it. Uh, it's like it's like throughout that whole film, I love like how everyone reacts to him. Like from when the police guy goes to the door, he's like, "Are you working again? Are you working again, Mister Wick?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hello, John. And he just peers around the corner, sees all the dead bodies inside John Wick's house, and goes. You back at work again? <laughs> yeah. Because everybody, the, the, there's, I mean, there's two sides to people. There are people who are scared of John Wick, and there's people who madly respect John Wick. Yeah. And that's it. 
That's it. That's it. And yeah. very rarely will you meet someone who fully hates John Wick. Yeah. It's it's quite an interesting world that they build in the first one because you know you have to get introduced to the Continental, the table, the high table. Yeah. You have to talk about all of that, and you have to get into that. And I really love, I think one of the things that John Wick does really, really well was its world building. Yes. Because, you know, in that first film, you had to really understand, to a degree, how these criminals operate. Because you realise very quickly that these criminals are everywhere. Yeah. They are in mass numbers. They are everywhere. And I always think that that's really, really cool. So, uh, obviously, when John goes to the Continental and we're introduced to a wonderful um, Sharon, the receptionist, and Winston... (laughs) And Winston. Our boy Winston. Our, our boy. Um, <laughs> you know, they t- you know, you get a bit you, you learn about what the coins are. Yeah. You learn about what the continental coins are and you learn about like what all of these things are and I think it just really that's what the first film does. While it's this revenge thriller action piece. You also have this really interesting world that you kinda get invested in, I think. Yeah. Like, I find myself getting really invested in it, and every film, they just add to it. Yeah, they just expand it um, greatly. It's like every film. Like, from the first one, you get to know the legend that is John Wick. Then the second one, you get to know what the high table is, what they symbolise in this world. Like, they are in charge. You don't fuck with the high table. So, John Wick clearly just fucks with the high table, of course. Um, <laughs> and the third one is, like... I honestly think the third one explain. If you watch the third one and then go back and watch the first one, you realise why everyone is just so afraid of this man. <laughs> like, honestly, the third one. I wouldn't even call it a film. I'd say it's just an excuse for all the action scenes it has. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of action scenes all across the board in all of the films. Like, well, yeah, you but, know, like... but I mean, I think the film decided... That, I, mean, the, the, I mean, it's not a trilogy as such, because there is going to be another part to it. Yeah. But um, you know, the 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 first film is really interesting in how it gauges who John Wick is. So John Wick is built up as being this absolute like, well, you know, like yeah. as the boy says, he's like, is this guy some kind of boogeyman or something? And his dad says, John Wick is the man you send to kill the fucking boogeyman. Yeah, like, and <laughs> it's like, it's it's got that cheesy action dialogue, but there's yeah. something really scary about it. Yeah, it's because of how serious like the actor portrays it. Like he he portrays it like a serious threat, and that's the best part. Because like if someone just said, "Oh yeah, he's the guy you send to kill the boogeyman," it's like, "Oh okay, yeah, you're joking, right?" But no, he says it so seriously that you're like, "Oh fuck!" Like he he's I once being saw real. him in a bar kill a man with, with a, a pencil. pencil, a fucking pencil, like, uh, and yeah. it's. And it is really good, uh, you know. You know, you have to learn a lot about John Wick in this time because the start yeah. of the first film yeah. only gives you this retired man. Yeah, this retired man whose wife has died and he's depressed, and then he gets a dog, and his wife leaves him a dog. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So overall, like the first film, you know, you get loads of lovely people in it. You get Willem Dafoe, who is lost to us in the first film. Yeah, trying to protect John. And this is the thing as well. It's like, you know, in recent films, you've learned that a lot of people really don't like John. Yeah. Like, they, they, they do not have time for him, whereas Willem Dafoe's character really wanted to make sure he was okay. Well, yeah, it was uh, said that he was one of John's trainers, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he was one of the people, which kind of makes a bit of sense if you look at the third film when he goes back home. Yeah. Um. So that makes a level of sense. Mm-hmm. Um. And, yeah... You, 
you know the first film was much darker much grittier yeah less color less color um, more blood more blood <laughs> uh but john wick wins and gets a new dog that's the end carry on with your life <laughs> john, <laughs> like, john wick 2 however decided that right this isn't going to be quite as such a personal story it's going to be like you know the the consequences yeah because they talk about consequences quite a lot quite a lot and yeah. the consequences of john coming back out of retirement to get revenge on this guy mm-hmm. was the consequence that he now had to he owed someone a favor yeah um and that was ed de santino uh i think that was his name yeah i think it was, I think it was some mad italian name yeah like, um, <laughs> um who comes to john and he says oh well now that you're out of retirement can you just like off my sister please yeah because she's at the high table i want you know i'd quite like a seat at the high table they're good chairs man like so i would absolutely love to be there can you go just f- fucking kill my sister and john's like what <laughs> john's like what I- i'm retired again it's like no 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 you can't retire twice mate either- <laughs> you retire once <laughs> either you you you're in or you're out and you're you're in mate you're in so yeah this is this is your life now this is the consequence yeah of him doing what he did um so yeah you you know you read you read into all of that and then he says right okay well i'll do it and that's when you learn about the markers yeah the markers obviously like you know if someone does something for you it's like a blood oath yeah um and that's what john owed uh uh, desantino because you find it that desantino helped him helped him uh do the impossible job yeah of getting out of getting out uh, and that was all done. And that was all fine. Yeah. Wonderful. Bob's your uncle. Moving on. So, John goes to Rome. I believe it's Rome. Uh, Yeah. Wait, is it? I think so. Possibly. Goes somewhere like that. Yeah. And he's getting ready. Now, this is one of my favourite scenes. It's the scene when John's going to get, like, the blueprints for the building. Getting a new suit made. Getting his guns. Getting his gun. Yeah. And <laughs> any scene where John Wick gets his guns is absolutely art. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. It honestly has, and it has me shook. Um, uh, it's just the the dinner where language they use. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> so it's like, oh yeah. So the, for the first course, may I suggest the Glock pistol? <laughs> like, and they just go through this, and then at the end, John works like, oh, and dessert, and he's like, dessert. What for dessert? And he's like, dessert. The f- only the finest cutlery. <laughs> like, just lays out this like these knives on the table. It's. I, you know, it's like, I think it's that level they know they're all so dangerous. Yeah. That they're just doing it for the show of it. Like, yeah. They just don't care. <laughs> like, um, like, honestly, there's no reason that their bulletproof clothes need to look like a suit. They just do it for the fashion. Yeah. Like, it could just look like, like a Christmas jumper for all they care. But nah, they decided the black suit. The, the black suit is, black is peak. Yeah. Peak black suit. Uh, so, John commences with a job and offs. Well, he doesn't even off the sister. No, she offs doesn't. herself. Yeah. Um. So he goes there, and then the sister's bodyguard is like, it's at this rave place. Sister's bodyguard is there, and then he sees John in the crowd, and he just goes, "John, you here? You here for business or pleasure?" And then John just goes, "Business." And he's like, "Oh, no, you're going to say in that Keanu Reeves way, but it's like business." Keanu Reeves like, yeah, like, I don't like he's forcing each word out. Yeah, honestly, it's like. I mean, I think one of my favourite things about Keanu Reeves, I think my favourite thing that somebody ever said about Keanu Reeves was The Matrix, for example, was such a, a great, strong idea that it needed a shit actor yeah. to lead it. Like, yeah. And that's that's it. And a lot of people, 
you know, we'll always say, oh, Keanu Reeves can't act, Keanu Reeves can't act. But this, 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 this spaces on my theory that anyone could hypothetically act under the right director. Yeah. And this film is made by his stunt double in The Matrix. Yeah, from The Matrix and a yeah. few other films that he worked on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was like, brilliant. Right, okay, let's let's do this. Um, gets Keanu back. All is well. All is good. Yeah. And, uh, and Keanu plays it really well. He does, it, yeah. It might be that he doesn't, because he doesn't talk, because visually he is... He, he plays he is he, John Wick. He plays the depressed, <laughs> angry character. Yeah. Like, so I think it's like, I've always had this belief that, you know, when people say, oh, this person is such a shit actor, I'm like, well, maybe they've just not had the right director well, yeah. to really push them to where they need yeah. to go. Well, also remember what, what like, Keanu Reeves started and, like, what made him famous, which was Bill and Ted. Now look at that in Ferret and Matrix. They are two completely separate films, honestly. Look at Bill and Ted and look at John Wick. <laughs> Yeah, like, <laughs> they are they are complete opposites of the spectrum. And now the Mad Bastard's going back to Bill and Ted for some reason. Bill which... and Ted 3? <laughs> I'm looking forward to, yeah. Um, but, like, it's such a tangent that I'm actually shook that he's doing it. <laughs> I think he's doing it because, like, a lot of people will always... Like, a lot of people will always say it online. Like, oh, I wonder if there's going to be a Bill and Ted 3. I'm like, who, <laughs> who is waking up in the morning and going, I just cannot... My life cannot end satisfactory without Bill and Ted 3. Well, Keanu Reeves, apparently. <laughs> Keanu Reeves, apparently. <laughs> Do you think this is his uh, silver bullet? This is what he's been waiting for, yeah. Bill and Ted 3. Do you think he'll make Bill and Ted 3 and then retire? Like, I think... Honestly, John Wick 4 will come out first, and then he'll do Bill and Ted. Well, what if Bill and Ted 3, right? This is a tangent, right? But what if Bill and Ted 3 is about the, the Bill and Ted going their separate ways, and then they come back, and then they get all these people in with guns, and he goes yeah. full John Wick mode. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, just goes full John Wick mode, and he's just like, what the fuck just happened there? And it's like, yeah. I've seen some shit. And at <laughs> the end of the film, it goes, oh, yeah, none of this was real. <laughs> and he just picks up the phone and comes out of the matrix and it's neo <laughs> the whole time i feel like that would that is that is peak <laughs> bill and ted that that's yes. exactly what needs to happen and it ends with him just going whoa, <laughs> whoa. Like, like whoa uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> like he's just coming off this mad high yeah anyway so where were we Oh, yes, so the sister offs herself, and yes. John is now on the run. John is now on the run, yes. He doesn't get charged with the crime because they figure out that she done it herself. Um, um, yes, because she does it herself because she's like, she won't die by the hands of a, like anybody else. She'll, she'll die how she lived, like, yeah. on her own terms. Yeah. Which is pretty cool, but quite morbid. Uh, <laughs> and then you get, like, the big, big fight scenes and stuff like that, which is great because you get the... Um, Oh, the bodyguard you, chasing Yeah, John. you get the, the fight scene in the catacombs, which is really good. <laughs> That's really good. And then they jump through the window, and it, it's like, excuse me, sirs, stop fighting now. You're on continental ground. Yeah, which is a convenient thing. Have you noticed that John Wick just conveniently yeah. always ends up on continental ground? Well, do you think he's just running there on purpose? Because he's like, ah, I'm too old for this shit. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there was the... In the first film, it's established that if you kill someone in the Continental, you're fucking dead. Yeah. That no ifs or buts about you are fucking dead. Like, yeah. um. So that this the, the second film really preludes to the ending, which is when John Wick kills yeah. the Santino in the Continental. 
Yeah, like, he just <laughs> puts a bullet straight through it, his hand. I, I love that whole scene because he says, oh yeah, I'm rich enough, I could just stay here forever. I mean, there's nothing you can do. And John just pulls a gun and just shoots him. <laughs> just shoots Just does it. And we're all like... Yeah, we're all shook. We're all like, oh, well, we know what this means, John. It's been nice knowing you. But then yeah. Winston says to him... Winston takes him to this, to this water. The park, right? where yeah, like, the park. everyone gets killed. Like, yeah. um, and says, out of respect... I'm I'm just going to make you excommunicado. I'm not going to kill you. Yeah. But everyone will try and kill you now. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm giving you an hour. I'm giving you an hour to, quite frankly, fuck off. And he gives um, him a marker. Yeah. Which I presume is Halle Berry's marker. I think so. Because Winston's supposed to be the one that oversees all the blood oaths. Maybe, yeah. So he oversees it and he makes sure that it's, like, legit. Yeah. Um... So all of this happens, and then the second film ends with John Wick running with his dog, cut to black. But everybody's yeah. watching him and stuff like that. It's really creepy. Yeah. Uh, and then the third film opens with John Wick right after the second film. Um, yeah. Which is really, really good and cool. Um, and I think the first, like, so he's got an hour, and he, you know, he's get trying to get all of this stuff together. Yeah, and the last film takes place, uh, well, the third film takes place from when he has about... 20 minutes left or something like that right 10 20 minutes mm. yeah well he decides that he's going to go to the national library yeah to get something um but he realizes he's in, he's in traffic so he pays the cab driver says take this to take this to the continental this dog yeah and the dog gets to the Continental all safe because no one's going to kill John Wick's dog. No, <laughs> not again. <laughs> not, not again. They know. They, know. <laughs> they, they fucking know. They know exactly what would happen. So he goes to the National Library and he's met by like this huge fucking guy who might yeah. as well be called Ivan. Honestly. Um, it was... Um, who was it that played him? It was like... I can't remember his name, but I'm sure he's like a famous wrestler. He might be. He Possibly. looked a lot like the great Cali. But I don't think it was the Great Kali. Maybe. he. I mean, the Great Kali might be dead. Oh, no. But I he's great. <laughs> I don't know. It was definitely something. He was like, I could just kill you before. No one would not. Yeah. And again, and John like breaks his neck on a book. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like that, that, that fight just tells you about the tone of this film straight away. Because there's no music. Like, it's just John Wick whacking this guy in the head with this massive, like, fuck off book and then putting the book down upright and slamming this guy's head on it so his neck breaks over the book and it's it's brutal uh it's absolutely vile but john takes what he's taking puts his book back leaves goes to a doctor yeah with his last 10 minutes and the doctor's trying to yeah because he did get injured uh he got stabbed, he got stabbed by that the, guy like collarbone kind of place um, yeah so the doctor tries to fix him and then when the clock goes and he's excommunicado it's like i can't help you anymore yeah, so uh, he sews the rest of himself up. Yeah, because this is a, John Wick as a sheer force of will. He yeah. does not care. He what does I find not really care. cool about the doctor though is the doctor still goes, uh, "Oh yeah, the pain medicine's on the top shelf," and then the doctor goes, "Here, take my gun." He's like, "What? What? Why?" It's like, "Yeah, they'll they'll know I helped you, but you didn't. You stopped after they, they'll know I told you where the medicine was. <laughs> now shoot me." <laughs> gone yeah shoot me here and then he gets <laughs> shot once and he's like oh one might not be enough <laughs> shoot me here as well and i was like what a g what uh, a boy this doctor is and you never yeah. find out what happens to him which is quite a shame yeah 
Um, that really breaks my heart. Um, Maybe you'll see him in John Wick 4. Perhaps. Um, so, yeah, moving on, John leaves and goes back home. Yeah. Um, to where we learn more about his backstory, where he came from, who he was. Yeah. Uh, he was an orphan uh, yeah. taken in by... Well, he said he's the uh, the child of... What's his name? Oh, fuck. Uh, it begins with a B. Remember, he says he's... No, he's a child of Belarus. That's He's it. from Belarus. Yeah, he's from Belarus. Yeah. Um, um, Which, you know, just learning a little bit extra of him and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so this woman obviously took him in, trained him. You see that she's quite harsh. Yeah. Like, the whole art is pain speech. Yeah, the is... whole art is pain speech. Like, that whole sequence with the ballet dancer where she's falling down, you see the bruises on her calf muscles from where she's been working so hard. I mean, let's not talk about the fact that when she does... when um, We'll call her the mother. Yeah. We'll call her the mother, because that's basically what she is. Yeah. Um, She's a really good character. Huh? I really mm. liked her. Yeah. Um, I loved the whole bit when she was like, oh, my children come to me broken, and they say that they want a life without pain. And the woman, like, one of the dancers pulls a, <laughs> a toenail off. Yeah. Because it's ballet that she's teaching yeah. them, and she's like, art is pain. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> like, that uh, is so uncomfortable. It's, it's her It's her speech when John comes in, and she's like, you bring blood to my door, <laughs> and you expect me to help you. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you bring death to my door, and you expect me to help you? <laughs> like, um, but she, effect- but John is one of her children, basically, so yeah. she, she has to help him. Um, yeah. It's this ticket thing where it's a cross that they take off and they yeah. burn it and then they void the tattoo on your back or something like that. Yeah, they, Some mad shit like they that. They fucking like, give you a fucking brand of Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes. and someone, So they basically say, oh, what do you want? And it's like, oh, I want to go to Casablanca. And he's like, if you know, if you check this ticket, basically, you can't come home ever again. And he's like, yep, yeah, that's fine. Gets branded. Goes yep. to Casablanca, meets Halle Berry. Yeah, Halle Berry lives in Casablanca, and you with find her that two dogs with her two dogs. That <laughs> let me tell you, she loves very, very much. Yes, um, but she's managing um, the Moroccan continental. I think so. I think it was that. Um, and John says, "I need you to help me because he'd helped her say, get her daughter away." From yeah. all the assassins and stuff like that. Um, so what John did was he uh, he managed to get her daughter to, to live a normal life and hasn't told any where no one knows where she is. Yeah, only so, John knows. Like, only John knows. And no one's going to fucking try to interrogate John because it's John Wick. So, yeah. Yeah, John Wick will die before he gives up any information. Yeah, like he'll Fuck tell it, Keanu you Reeves for Skullduggery Pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine? If he could do an Irish accent, then yeah, sure. I'd allow it. Just, I don't know. Something about that just makes... <laughs> like, <laughs> I just think of the torture scene in the first book. Yeah. You know, when the fairy is torturing Skullduggery. And yeah. <laughs> there's that whole line of dialogue. He's like, what Skullduggery? No, no witty remarks. You're not going to tell me to do, <laughs> do Yeah, no do my heroic worst. speech. No <laughs> heroic speech. You're not going to tell me to do my worst. And he's like, no. And Skullduggery's like, no, no, no. I'll tell you where the key is. And he's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, really? And he's like, nah, just kidding. Do your worst. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's just like it's that build up, <laughs> that build up, that amazing intense. Build I don't up. feel Keanu Reeves has the animation power for that, but I think like Keanu Reeves could physically portray Scott Ogre Pleasant, like he... in terms of body wise, but voice wise, 
I don't think his voice fits the part. Yeah, this is true. I don't think his voice would ever yeah. fit the part. I don't think Keanu Reeves' <laughs> voice fits anything really. I mean, Apart from John, it fits John Wick because yeah. John Wick is just done. Yeah, <laughs> like he's just over <laughs> it. Um, so yeah, says uh, says to Halle Berry, he's like, "Look, you but, need to help me because you owe me because I helped you." And she's yeah. like, "Nah," like, and she really hates him. Yeah, she there is something that really like she really hates about him. And you don't really find out what that is, do you? Like, well, I think she's conflicted. I think she does not, like, she does appreciate what he done, but he still hates him for taking her daughter, right? Yeah. So that, that I think, is why. It, yeah. Even though she clearly asked him to do it. Yeah. Because she owes him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so. Well, she might have asked something like, oh, yeah, I want my daughter to, like, be out of this life, or something like that. And... And then she said, uh, and then John said, oh, yeah, the only way I can do that is to just take her away from you. Yeah, probably. I would like to learn more of it because I thought Halle Berry was, Halle Berry was really good in that. Yeah. Well, did you hear the uh, behind the scenes, like how she got cast in the role? No. After John Wick 1 and 2, Halle Berry went to like Keanu Reeves and the director themselves and said, look, I really want to be part of this franchise. Let me be a part of this film. And then after they wrote the character Sophia, they just called her up and said, hey, we got a role for you. Are you okay with that? <laughs> oh, bless. Imagine it was that easy. I mean, it's the same story about how um, how Morpheus got in it. Oh, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Yeah, I really like Lawrence Fishburne in it. He plays a very, very, very... Did you see how... Do you know how he got cast behind the scenes as well? Because he's Lawrence Fishburne. No, after John Wick won, uh, Keanu Reeves called him up and they sat down uh, for dinner or lunch or something. And they were just talking to each other, catching up, because they're old friends. And Lawrence Fishburne was like, yeah, I saw the film, but that's really good. Like, if there's a part for me to play, I'll definitely do it. And basically the same thing happened, <laughs> where they wrote, they literally created the Bowery King for Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, and I love the Bowery King because he's really theatrical. Yeah, like, he's amazing. Know, uh, it's just like, long live the king, I yeah. am the Bowery. <laughs> like, he's just you like, think you can kill John Wick. <laughs> John Wick. This is how he does it. He just stretches yeah. it. And I love Lon's Fishburne in it because he just does not give a flying fuck. Like, he honestly he doesn't. That's does amazing. Uh, yeah, but Halle Berry, very, very, very good. Yes. Um, so, and the kind of between John going to Casablanca and um, finding Halle Berry, you know, you find that the adjudicator for the high table has come. Yeah. And anybody who's helped John Wick is getting absolutely shafted. Yeah. So, like, you know, <laughs> the mother gets a sword through her hands. Yeah. Which is a lovely scene. That entire scene is great. Yeah. Like, the infiltration of her theatre. Yeah. Really, really good. Really um, good. And then you have the, the Bowery King. Who yeah. gets cut up to fuck? Like you could honestly th- believe he died. Yeah, because the judicator went to everyone first and said, "You have seven days to pack up and leave. Like you, you have seven days to go away and like lose your job, basically." But, um, but none of them do it. Obviously, none of them leave because they're like, you know, this this is my role. Like I'll take the punishment. It's okay. Um, so the mother gets a sword through her hand, and then <laughs> the Bowery King goes, "I am the Bowery." <laughs> I am what you dare not to look at it when you cross the street. I am the Bowery. Yeah. It's like, Lawrence Fishburne plays that character to such so a theatrical well. degree, yeah. and I love it so much. It's amazing. Um, and then afterwards, what happens is 
is like the Judicator comes back with her assassins, basically takes out half the half of the power ring. Like honestly, all the people in that building are fucking dead. Yeah, <laughs> none of them survived. And then she just goes to Lawrence Fishburne, ca- Fishburne's character, and says, "We gave you seven days. Now it's time for your punishment. You get seven cuts." And this guy just slices him up. Honestly, I was so shocked by that scene. It it had me shooketh to the core. Yeah, it I honestly was... sat there and was like, he's dead. He's fucking dead. Like... Yeah, because he just dropped. <laughs> um, so back to Casablanca, John and Halle Berry decide that they are going to go speak to someone who isn't part of the high table, but can get in touch with the high table. He can, uh, he's the guy that runs the factory that makes all the coins and markers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he knows how to get in contact with the guy that sits above the high table. Yes. yes, so um, they go to him, and he's played by a, the fabulous actor whose name always escapes me. Uh, but I know he's playing, I'm sure it's him that's playing Bruce Wayne in season two of Titans. Maybe. He was in Game of Thrones. Yeah. He's, he, he's, he's, I think it's him. Um, done a lot of stuff. He's very, very good. Uh, so, yeah, um, Halle Berry takes him. She doesn't want to take him because it could affect her. It could affect yeah. her life. It could affect her job. Yeah, like her her like thing is like she can't make a single enemy, otherwise someone will go after her daughter. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Um, and that's something she can't have. So she takes him anyway, and you know gives John the information, and then says, "Oh, I want your dog, Miss Halle Berry." And she's like, "No, you can't have my fucking dog. <laughs> you can't have my fucking dog." So he shoots it. Yeah, he shoots it. It's wearing a bulletproof vest though. Don't worry. And he's like, oh, this is supposed to be like a, you know. Like, if I can't have your dog, then I'll keep it. Yeah. <laughs> and Halle Berry <laughs> loses her shit and starts killing everyone. Yeah. Uh, the dog's fine. The dog survives. Yeah. She was having none of it. She literally kills everyone. Apart from that, the guy that from, shot the dog. Apart from the guy survived. that shot the dog. But it's horrible because he gets like, what, what happens? He gets the dog, shot One in... of the dogs like rips his balls off, basically. Yeah. <laughs> She shoots like, him honestly, in the leg. Yeah, his legs get shot. It's like it's 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 weird though, because like when that happens, John says, "Don't do it." <laughs> yeah, because she knew in that moment what she was gonna do, it, yeah. and there was nothing he could do. There's nothing he can do to stop. And it's the bit when she's like, "The fucker shot my dog," and John's like, "I, I get, get it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I get it." <laughs> it's like honestly, a bit of solidarity. Yeah, We're all right. And then it leads into this whole fight scene of them. Escape, which is a very, very good fight scene. I honestly wish yeah. there was more Halle Berry in that movie. Yeah, I hope they use it. Again. Oh, it's the dog when he jumps up the wall. Yeah, when he free runs up the like the dogs are fucking amazing in this scene. They're the perfect backup. Yeah, like the dog, like like, like she remember... shouts on it and it jumps up on her back and then runs yeah. right up and gets the guy. Do you remember like classic Call of Duty, like like before Black Ops level Call of Duty? When the dogs were the most OP motherfuckers. Oh yeah, you would call them in in the multiplayer. And <laughs> yeah, that was and then like, they would just decimate everyone. No, like, wait, if you called the dogs in in multiplayer, <laughs> everyone shut themselves because yeah. they were like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> like, yeah, because like, it was like you needed like a ten kill count. It was eleven. Yeah, like, eleven need, kill count. It was like top. It was like top level. And I'm talking like, about like before there was the easy thing where it's like press R three to like stab them. Uh, as they're about to maul you. No, it's like they just mauled you. 
you just fucking die. <laughs> that was it. You had but, to time it almost perfectly. Yeah. Like, literally. And if you were just a split second off, that was you're, it. You're dead. You're dead. <laughs> that's it. You're dead. Yeah. And in, in um, John Wick, the dogs only target the balls. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. They're so accurate. They only ever target the balls. Yeah. Because what else? Like, they don't have to target anything else. I mean, there is one <laughs> where a guy was about to shoot her and it jumps over, grabs his arm and, like, spins him everywhere. Like, yeah. I was like, off oh, these dogs. Yeah. I need these dogs. Um, but that whole fight scene is just amazing. I love every bit of it. Like that is yeah. probably my favorite part of that movie. It's amazing. Um, so they go to the desert as per instructed. Yes. And Halle Berry's like, "I'm not taking you any further now. Debt's paid. Yeah, done." Oh wait, here's some water. <laughs> here's some water, and she drinks like there's like a little slither of water and she hasses it to him and just as he goes to grab it she drinks it all and then spits it back in the bottle yeah and then gives it to him <laughs> yeah and I was like oh that's such a dick move yeah like, but she played that part so well yeah she did like I don't think like I've ever seen Halle Berry play a part that different yeah. for her yeah I guess like because Halle Berry's always had the weird role well not even weird roles stuff cough like, cough Catwoman yeah Catwoman like storm in the first X Men. What the fuck was that accent? We, we, you know, we, let's not get into that. <laughs> um, that was a different world. <laughs> um, and like, yeah, she's always had mad shit like that going on. But in John Wick, like, it's it's legit. Like, honestly, yeah, it's it it's so good. And then we cut to a scene of John walking through the desert. Yeah, for days, days on end until he passes out. And then someone takes him to the man who sits above the high table. Yeah. And the man who sits above the high table offers John an ultimatum. He's like, you can die here or you can offer to kill Winston for us. And then we won't kill you, but you'll have to serve the high table forever. Yeah. Until you die. Because he wants to live to remember his wife. Yeah. And John accepts this stupidly and cuts his finger off. Yeah, he said, like, all right, now you need to get rid of your weakness. So he cuts off his ring finger with his wedding ring on it. So that's gone. He does get a fancy new suit, though. Because fancy new suit and he gets to have a bath. Yeah. You know, you know there's some things I would cut my finger off to have a nice <laughs> bath. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. What uh, I don't get, what I said to you, like, right after we watched it was, like, the man, like, above the high table... He honestly didn't look that threatening, and all the people around him were just these old guys. So I'm like, John might not have been able to take them out, but then I'm like, wait, he could just be like this really badass guy. Like, why is he in such a position of power? <laughs> yeah, it's like, mate, like, you could you could try. You yeah. could try and attack him, you could try and kill him, but chances are, he's going to fuck your shit up. Yeah. Like... Uh, that's that's the kind of energy I was getting from him. Yeah. Like, it's like, if he had to fight, he's like, gonna fucking kill he'd you. He'd destroy you, yeah. Um, that's that's the vibe I'm getting mm-hmm. from it. Because he wouldn't just be that weak. Like, and, yeah. you know, he's swag on the book with a big dick energy. Like, he knows. <laughs> he knows he's in charge. He knows he's in charge. And he lives yeah. in a fucking tent in the desert. He does not give a fuck. Like, yeah. that's that end of story, end of discussion. <laughs> so John goes back to, he accepts that he'll kill Winston, goes back to, is it New York? Yeah, New York yes. City. Goes yeah. back to New York, um, and then all the people who were against him now are on his side again. Like, there's people who are still trying to kill him. Yeah. But he's got... It's like when he gets, uh, when he goes back straight away, he meets the assassin guy. 
the first time. The assassin that gave the seven cuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and what's amazing about that scene is they both pull out the little knives and they're walking towards each other like they're about to go on like full fight. And then just this <laughs> this little school of like 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 primary school children just walk past and they both stop. And then the guy, like the assassin guy, just looks at John and goes, "Yeah, that's the difference. I wouldn't have stopped." He's like, "That's what makes you special, John. I wouldn't have stopped." Yeah. <clears throat> um. Uh. Yeah. John also just, just kills the guy's uh like student just there and then. Just does not care. <laughs> yeah. Because the and then they're students... doing the the whole appealing disappearing act, and then yeah. John does it, and it gets John so shook when John does it. <laughs> like... Yeah. So John, um, eventually. Well, he fights with him on the motorbikes and stuff like that. This is this is Baba Yaka John. This is yeah. Bad Boy John. This bad is him not John. giving a fuck. Like he'll yeah. kill anything and anyone. Gets to the Continental, has a meeting with Winston. But when he's in the waiting room, he's with the assassin. Yeah. <laughs> the assassin's like, I'm such a big fan. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, such a big fan of you, John. I love your work. <laughs> I love your work. I love you. <laughs> like he's like he's like we're so we're like we're so similar and john's like we are not similar yeah <laughs> like uh it's it this is this is one of the things i love about john wick it's like it's such an over-the-top idea yeah that when it takes itself just a bit further over the top it's yeah. hilarious it is it's amazing because <laughs> it's like this is what i can't believe this like, guy is a big fan of john, john wick. wick is such a comic book film that's what it is. It's such a comic book film, but it doesn't have a comic book. Which well, is... it had a, well, it had a six-issue run. Well, yeah, it had it had that, but after the first film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it wasn't a comic book prior, but it yeah. did have a six-issue run. Uh, I think it was a six-issue run. Uh, a lot of people really liked it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't see why they wouldn't. It's, yeah. It seems like it was made for comic books, but like it's it's a film. It's, it's great. No, no, absolutely, absolutely. So... He sees Winston, and Winston takes him to this gorgeous room. Yeah. This mirror room. This and he's like, amazing room. oh, forgive me, John, we only use this room for special occasions when you absolutely must see what your opponent is hiding under the table. Yeah. <laughs> like, and Winston, like, this is a bit manipulative of Winston, because mm-hmm. Winston, like, he knows John's there to kill him. Yeah. Like, and I love this whole thing where Winston really kind of manipulates the situation. Yeah, when he's like, Winston's like, um, like, either you can... You can live as the Baba Yaga, or you can die as the as the man that your wife loved, or something like that. Yeah, and oh, but it's the bit before that when he picks up the gun and he's like, "If you must shoot me, shoot me in the heart." Yeah, like, it's like, "Oh, you horrible bastard!" <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, "You're making it personal like that." You know, he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, and I love that about Winston. He is very like he's very good yeah. at manipulation. Uh, John eventually decides that you know I'm not going to kill Winston because Winston's a bro in it. So yeah. I kind of kill Winston, and then the judicator, <laughs> the judicator walks in, and then she's like, oh, "Okay, so who's dying here? Are you gonna kill him? Nah, I don't think I will. You gonna? No, it's like kill you, him? It's like Winston. Are you going to resign? No, I don't think I will. Okay, so are you going to kill him for us? No, I don't think I will. And she's like, right, okay. And she um she makes a phone call. And she then de- just... she consecrates the uh the continental, the continental yeah. in New York, which means that. And everybody's shook. Yeah, because that means it has none of the power from the high table that it had. People can kill on content no, ground like, now. Like you know when like so it's a cameo by the um, by the guy who plays Penguin in Gotham. Yeah, plays that, and he's so shook when he gets that. Well, he doesn't even look shook. He looks so angry. He looks so pissed off. And I don't get it. Probably because it's like, it's like oh, maybe maybe it's his paperwork. favorite hotel. 
<laughs> Maybe he booked a holiday there. <laughs> he booked a holiday there. <laughs> and he was so oh. pissed off. He was like, this always happens to me, you know. <laughs> this always happens to me. <laughs> um, uh. So the Continental, ready ready to go to war. They send in armoured guards. They, the, the high table send in armoured guards. They send everything in. The adjudicator's sitting up in room 237 or whatever. Yeah. And Winston's sitting in the, 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 the panic room. Like and the, the vault panic room. The vault thing. panic room with, filled with guns and everything. Yeah. And he just pulls himself a brandy while Sharon, uh, while Sharon and um, John and are John. B- like building up weapons. Yeah. And he's like, Winston, are you going to do anything? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to sit here. Yeah. Um, and then we get, which actually, sorry, I think this was my favourite scene in the whole film because yeah. it's Wick and Sharon fighting. Yeah, they go fight. out um, and they shoot the guys, but their armour is like completely bulletproof. Like the bullets literally just bounce off these guys. So um, when they go back into the vault. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, Sharon looks pissed off and it's the first time you've seen him show any emotion. He, <laughs> he looks pissed off. All the other uh, employees have died. Um, yeah. So he posed in a shotgun. Yeah. And pulls it like these armor. Starts pills. loading it, throws it to John. And John's like, What is this? And he's What is this? Shotgun pellets won't do anything. It's like, no. Armor piercing. <laughs> 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 the, the guy who plays Sharon is so fucking good. Like yeah. I love him so oh, much. He's so good. And I love his voice. Yeah. I love his voice. Like oh. everything he says can have such emphasis. It's great. Yeah. So they go out and they <laughs> fight more and more and more and more and they kill virtually everyone. Yeah. Um and then we get a lovely phone call where the adjudicator phones Winston. No, you forgot the, the fight between John and the assassin guy. Ah, uh, no, that's um that's that's after. So he makes two phone calls, remember? When they beat the first wave of people, like the adjudicator phones Winston. And says, "Oh, you know, I don't uh, know how long you think you can keep that." And Winston yeah. just hangs up on yeah. her. That classic comedy <laughs> moment, because Winston just does not care. He does not care. He's like, "I will die before I give you my fucking hotel." Like, don't you dare! <laughs> like, don't you come for me like this. And then John has the big fight with the assassin guy and his two best students, who are yeah. big fans of John as well. Yeah, I do like that. His two best students, uh, like they fight and stuff, uh, but his two best students, like they they like kick John down for like two times they could have killed him twice just then but then out of respect they're like you know he's 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 injured already he's old he's been retired for four, for five years let's give him a chance shall we and so he gets up the third time and he just he just kicks their cunt and it's amazing he's um he's great at it and then they're like ah yeah this is why he's john wick and then john has the chance to just kill them outright they're on the floor lying down but out of respect he doesn't yeah uh, they're on the floor lying down, and then they look back at John like they're, they're about to get up to. Well, they're trying to get up to continue the fight, and then John just puts his gun away, and then they let themselves pass out. Yeah, yeah. and I love that. And then he gets into the <laughs> fight with the main assassin. Yeah. Um, I didn't really like. Th- I wasn't back on that fight scene. To be quite honest with you. Yeah. It was like a lot of build up to really nothing. Yeah, it was just a plain fight scene. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a good fight scene. It was a good sure. fight scene, but, but it was like. like yeah, I think it's that it didn't live up to the hype. Yeah, because it was built up through like for, like the, the whole film, the whole film. It's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, this guy's gonna be like John's match in it. Like yeah. you've been waiting to see somebody be John's absolute match. Yeah, and nah, <laughs> like nah. it's the guy gets fucking stabbed. <laughs> like it's it is great though. Um, so you know you got all the fight scenes, all the stuff that you paid your money for. You've got all of that, and then at the end, 
the adjudicator says, okay, I suggest a parlay, and they all meet on the roof, and... And John comes up and goes, parlay? <laughs> I'm like, is this a parlay, or am I killing her now? Winston just said, parlay. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> then Winston says, he's like, yeah, you can keep... And she's like, oh, you do realise this is only the first wave. We can keep this going for, like, forever, if you really want to. Yeah. Um, and... Like and Winston's like, oh yeah, of that I'm, I've no doubt. Like I know you could keep going for forever, how long? But uh, I just want to let you know something. It's like you know my connections run much deeper than the, like much deeper than the high table. And he's like, but we are the high table, and it's like yes, and we are New York City. Yeah, like it's <laughs> like that Spider Man moment. Yeah, it's um. <laughs> he's like, so you won't you won't keep the Continental, you won't like that's it. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, so you were just demonstrating power. This is great. We'll fix this. But what are we going to do about John Wick? And Winston just looks at John and goes, Well, I'm afraid he has to die. And then <laughs> just starts shooting. It's like. It's, like, it's honestly, what he says like, when he's doing it. Yeah, it's just, do you remember what he said when he was shooting him? He's like, Come on, John, don't make it hard on us. Yeah. And shoots him <laughs> off the mountain. Oh, God. It's like they don't even leave it ambiguous. They show John Wick fall from this great height. Like, he fucking hits a railing. Hits something else on the wall and then falls on the floor like flat. He is, he is like, he is fucked up. Something. Like, bad honestly, if it wasn't for that railing, like, that railing, sadly, in the nice way, broke his fall. <laughs> like, <laughs> if he just fell flat, dead, that was it. Well, yeah, but that railing, it must have fucking hurt. <laughs> it must have fucking hurt. But. Oh, God. Oh, it's, it, it was so. There's so many things in John Wick that are just so unbelievable. And I just... It's obviously like when they find out that John's body's been taken somewhere else. Yeah. And Winston just isn't phased by it. He's like... Because yeah. what happens is the dog leaves and goes round the corner to where John dropped. Um, and and the judicator's like, huh, um, let me just check something quick. <laughs> she goes round the corner, sees, oh shit, he's not there. What happened to John Wick? And she goes back to Winston and goes, yeah, yeah, about John Wick, what, what happened to his body? Because like I, I don't really fancy having him paying me a visit. That, that would, that's not okay. <laughs> and, and Winston's just like, oh well, I don't imagine it could have gone far. Like Winston knows. Yeah, I know. We, we had the debate of like, if it looks like betrayal and it smells like betrayal, it's probably betrayal. Yeah. <laughs> and I was sitting there, I was like, but Winston like knew what he was doing. Yeah. Like, in a what, conveniently falling there, yeah, and then being taken to the Bowery King. I mean, conveniently with... only being shot in the bulletproof parts of his suit. Yeah, like, <laughs> being shot in the bulletproof parts of his suit, falling with this guy. The TikTok man takes him to the Bowery King, who's still yeah. alive. Still alive. And there was a behind-the-scenes thing. Mm-hmm. Um, behind the, No, there was a deleted scene that wasn't shown where the Bowery King and Winston met up after they'd been yeah. given seven days. Yeah. That was never shown. That was so never what shown. a lot of people think is that that's actually part of John Wick 4. Yeah, where that's going to be in the next film, yeah. Um, where it's explained that Winston would shoot John off. The TikTok man would take him to the Bowery King. The Bowery King would get him back to full yeah. capacity and then they would go against well, the yeah, high table. I was, I was also telling you that, um, that there were news reports that Ruby Rose was seen on set. So I was like, that might be for John Wick 4 as well. Yeah, because Ruby Rose never appeared in it. And this no. is the thing. I've noticed in John Wick 2 and John Wick 3, there's people he's been letting go. And yeah. they are capable fighters. People that can fight to John's level. Yeah. So is John just going to amass like an army of the greatest <laughs> fighters ever? Like some Avengers level shit? 
<laughs> the is, revengers are here. Is he here for the League of Assassins that we're all waiting for? <laughs> is John Wick Rachel go? Like Oh god. Just wait for the Lazarus pit. Like, that's what I'm excited for because like Yeah. Like you know, if John Wick four is to be the final film in that canon. Yeah. Like in that series of films. Yeah. Or like that quadrilogy. I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, I I'm mean, here for this. Keanu Reeves did say that he didn't want John Wick to become a film that has infinite sequels, so he does want it to have a definitive ending soon. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine John Wick, Halle Berry, the the Jap- the students? Yeah, um, and Ruby, Ruby Rose. Rose yeah, like, mate, they will fucking end people. <laughs> like they will end everything. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like I, I, like Winston definitely knew because Winston was definitely so unfazed by it. Yeah, like he 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 like that's the thing he just knew, and it, John might not know. John definitely thinks it's a betrayal. Yeah, but yeah, like they want to. Yeah, they need to have John sweet so that John can go kill the high table. Basically, yeah, it's it's madness. So hopefully, like I'm hoping that like. I'm I'm excited. I'm definitely very excited, mm. and I think the third film was ve- it was very very good. It's um, very very good. The second very one, I, th- I think, me. I think the second one is still my favorite because mm. there was something about the second one, like it had such a. The second one defined that iconic John Wick moment where it was the neon and the. Well, yeah, because John Wick Two is just it built up and had and paid off everything that John Wick One set up. Yeah, everything that was there was paid off, and then John Wick Three. I don't even know how to describe it. It doesn't feel like the other two John Wick films. It just feels like an extended action scene. It just feels like Battle Royale. Yeah. It's fight it's, club. It's madness. With yeah. Jared Leto. It's literally just chaos. Yeah. But I think it's good because I think the third film is like setting up for yeah. the fourth film. Yeah. You know? So the fourth film will be like the second film, but for the third film. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. um, and I'm quite excited to see where that goes. As well as that, as well, you know, I, I mean, have you heard the rumours that have been out for years about the the Continental TV show? Yes. Which I don't know what's happening with that. I don't know. I think it is still confirmed to be happening because um, the the actor who plays Winston is known for like American Gods and things yeah. like that. So TV is where he's at just now. Yeah. So it would be quite exciting to see him in it. Yeah. If it was like. Well, yeah, you can imagine the Continental TV show with cameos from like, uh, from like John Wick himself coming in. Uh, maybe Ruby Rose's character comes for a stay, <laughs> stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Like there could be loads of really exciting things as well. Um, so I'm quite excited to see where they go with it. I mean, I, I think the best crossover was when they put John Wick in Payday Two, <laughs> and I was just like, "Cool, this is this is a thing now." Yeah, they done it two days re- before the release of the first film. Yeah, yeah, madness. So they were just like, "Fuck it, let's do it," <laughs> and we were all like, "Cool, shook." <laughs> um, but yeah, I, th- I think John Wick stands as one of the films that really doesn't shy away from being different. Yeah, um, it's really hard now to yeah. do any kind of program or any kind of film that is just pure action and to yeah. be interesting. Like you know, you've had Stallone try to do it, you've had Schwarzenegger try to do it, you've tried everybody who was an action hero in the eighties try to do it. But sadly, the true action hero of our time is Keanu Reeves, and yeah, I bet of no one thought that that would be the case. <laughs> of course, it's Keanu Reeves. Like, like, come on. Like in my head, in my head, canon in my fantasy, Keanu Reeves will fuck Stallone and Schwarzenegger <laughs> together. Like. <laughs> Um, oh. Surprisingly, though, like 
it's surprising that you've not seen those any any, any of those actors in there. Yeah, you know any of those big action stars? Because, but then maybe that would make it too expendables, like. Yeah, you know, possibly. Yeah, you know. Well, the way is, it's sort of like a '90s, early 2000s expendables at the moment. Yeah, with like the big, big named actors that they have. Yeah, definitely. Like, I think it's you know when you've got you you've got um, Keanu Reeves, you've got Lawrence Fishburne, you've got Halle Berry, you've got. Yeah. Oh. They're the main ones, but um, the names the names escape me. Yeah, but, but you know they're really you know. putting everything into it, and I think it's really exciting. And I do hope that they give it a definitive ending because you can't you can't have it go on forever. Yeah, you know yeah. people want to remember it for what it was, not what it is. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like I think that'll be quite exciting. So hopefully it will have, in my opinion, a better ending than Game of Thrones. Yeah, but that's just me. Yeah. Is there anything okay. else um, about John Wick that you'd like to mention? Uh, shall we rate the film, the third film? The third film? Out of ten, like, solid eight. I would say a solid, solid eight, eight as well. Like, yeah. I'd say a solid eight as well, because it's like, it keeps it keeps true to what it is. Yeah. It doesn't, and it's, and this is the thing, it's a character-driven story. Yeah. The whole thing is a character-driven story, and... Well, is it even character driven at this point? It's more like it's scene driven. Because well, like, you can imagine bit... in the writer's room, the re- the script is only like two pages long. The rest just says fight scene, fight scene, fight scene, fight <laughs> scene. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> um, but I think like oh well yeah I mean the actual the actual script is like probably something like thirty pages. Long. Yeah, it's not long <laughs> at all because it's like honestly in all the John Wick films there's barely any talking. Well, I think that it's quite exciting because you know. I think personally that John John Wick as a as a franchise yeah. was always something that was gonna work. It was just how do you keep it intelligent yeah. and exciting? Because like it could have just ended at John Wick one. Yeah, it could have happily just ended at John Wick one, which a lot of people thought. A lot yeah. of people thought this is just going to be like a one and done film. We hope it's not, but it yeah. will be. But it made so much that like you know what? Yeah, we got the money. Let's do it. And then they done the second one, which was far superior. It's very hard for a sequel. To be better than the original film, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Very hard, and the second film is just miles better. Yeah, the quality of it is just miles better. Yeah, it is one hundred percent. So I love it overall. I think it's great, and I think it's a fantastic bit of television. I think, yeah, there's nothing else I can really say about it apart from that. Like, it's yeah. it's definitely something that I look forward to seeing more of. I think it's just we're coming to the end of John's story now. Yeah. So we need to let that die. We need to let John's story die and another story begin. That's that what we need. But yeah, um, I think it's great. Solid, solid eight for me. Solid, um, solid eight. Yeah. Um, and yeah. yeah, there's nothing else to really say about it. And look forward to the next one. Look forward to the next one. Yeah. Well, we'll do this whole thing again. Of course. And I'm very excited. But. Yeah, what do you think will happen in the next one? Do you think it will just be like... The oh, pro- madness. <laughs> <laughs> Mad shit is going to happen. I mean, one thing I will say about the films is every film tops the last. Yeah. Like, well, I think the second one is better than the third one just a bit. Yeah. I think that the the third film still upped its game. Yeah, for sure. It definitely for upped sure. its game. They upped their game. So, so how how much more can they up the game? I don't know. I don't even know. So I'm quite excited to see where they get with it. Yeah. But yeah, this has been a lovely little conversation about a boy, Keanu. A boy, Keanu. A boy, Keanu. Of course. Isn't he such a pure soul? He honestly is. He's so beautiful. He is. 
you ever seen that meme like when oh, he's the, sitting at the, table, the, the water and yeah. the wine and it's like explain this one atheist <laughs> and I get shook every time I'm like uh, he is he, he is, is Jesus Christ, Christ. <laughs> our lord and saviour Keanu oh, Reeves Keanu Reeves he will defeat the antichrist yeah imagine that John Wick beats the antichrist <laughs> that's a headline for the ages that is yes we are here oh. for it I mean do you think you would fuck about with Keanu Reeves just in general life because he's trained now <laughs> to kick your content he is john wick like he's... he honestly is yeah because he learned he he went like on full training for john wick 2 with like like the stunt doubles and stuff like he'd done 95 percent of his own stunts in john wick 2 yeah like that that guy will will destroy you <laughs> yeah <laughs> he will just kill you right then and there that's it yeah but with that being said we we hope that we have um had a love uh we hope you've enjoyed having this conversation with us about John Wick. We're Big Big fans of it. If you're a Big Big fan yeah. as well, do let us know Please on our do. Twitter at Who Cares Nerds. Yep. Um, we'll try and get that translated because I don't know quite how people hear that, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> but let us know, definitely, and let us know if you have any ideas for podcasts and stuff. And you know what, fuck it. If you want to be on one, let us know. Yeah. We always so. love. As you may have noticed, we don't have anyone other than me and Cameron today because everyone's busy and upset and crying. Yeah. Um, yeah, everyone probably. has a life. There's always someone crying somewhere. Oh, that's such a morbid way of life. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Sorry, that was really bad. But yes, thank you for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. I've been James. Goodbye for now. Bye. <laughs>